Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, where I have coffee. Life at the moment is uh, pretty good, okay, just right, maybe, mediocre, who knows. Anyways, uh, today I'm going to be covering uh, some of the information from the Pentagon paper leaks. I know that there's a lot of speculation. What Was this a PSYOP? Are these real? Is this the actual individual who released this stuff? Who knows? Who knows at this point? Uh, one thing we know is that they lied to us. They know that we know that they lied to us, and they continue to lie anyways. So, um, yeah. But what uh, we can determine is that a lot of the information that they, someone, whoever, released is actually true, and uh, there's more stuff coming out, not just with Ukraine, but with uh, the Middle East and China. And the first article I would like to start with is uh, China tested new DF-27 hypersonic ICBM that can penetrate mainland U.S. defense systems. This ties into a few other things that we are uh, learning about Uh when it comes to China, I guess for the last couple decades, they've claimed to only have 400 nuclear warheads. Like, we're supposed to believe that. Meanwhile, we also know that they have more intercontinental ballistic missiles than we do. Why would they build so many missiles if they don't have the nuclear warheads to put on top of them? That doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense, but hey, I guess we're just supposed to believe them. I don't think our government believes them. I don't. So, and I think the reason that we did so much trade with them over the last 20, 30 years is uh, because if they're trading with us, why would they want to blow us up? Uh, so, this article goes on to say, among a sea of disclosures made by the leaked classified Pentagon document is the alarming revelation that China tested a long-range hypersonic missile dubbed the DF-27 uh, that can penetrate the U.S. mainland defenses. I don't know how this is a shocking revelation. Obviously, our government knows about it, and they're keeping it to themselves, because heaven forbid anybody in the United States prepares for something terrible like that. We used to. We used to discuss it. We would encourage people to have um, bomb shelters, provisions, learning how to, I don't know, uh, make sure that your basement is uh, set for possible nuclear fallout if you have to live in the basement for a week or two. Um, these are things that people used to consider all the time, and now they're keeping information like this from us. Although the disclosures related to the Russian-Ukraine war have hogged the limelight, the classified documents also offer a significant glimpse into security risk posed by posed to the U.S. by China. For instance, the paper revealed how, chi uh, how China had agreed to supply lethal weapons to Russia. I, I've been saying that for weeks if not longer that it's obvious china is supplying russia with they use all the same stuff come on now their borders are right next to each other you can't tell me russia and china are not making 
nice little trade deals or just handing stuff over. That's what the U.S. has done forever. World War II, remember, we we forgave all the debt that Britain had accumulated by all the weapons we supplied them before we got involved. However, the most shocking is China's secret uh, DF-27 ICBM test, which the country uh, or the United States did not publicize. The Washington Post reported that Beijing conducted a test with its latest advanced experimental missile. I just love how they keep repeating themselves. According to the document, the vehicle flew for 12 minutes over 1,300 miles and had a high probability of breaching American ballistic missile defense systems. The leaks have thus exposed the massive leaps that Beijing has made in its hypersonic program. And uh, yeah, I think we have hypersonic, we don't have supersonic. That's the one that we can't figure out how to do. Meanwhile, uh, Russia and China are like, hypersonic? Pfft. We did that last week. That's so early 2000s. <laughs> the DF-27 is designed to enhance China's ability to hold targets at risk beyond the second island chain and possesses a high probability of penetrating U.S. ballistic missile defense. Are they just re-saying the same sentences, just reorganized in a different way? Earlier, a Defense Department report noted that in 2021, that the missile had a range of 5,000 to 8,000 kilometers. Miles, please. This is America. This means that the DF-27 can reach any target in East or Southeast Asia and a significant portion of the Pacific, including Guam, home to strategic U.S. military bases. Okay, so yeah, they've, I'm just going to stop there. They have hypersonic missiles that can hold a, a nuke. Yay. Well, I'm glad that we got that out of the way. New York Times lies about Snowden to peddle evil leaker propaganda, then stealth edits when caught. Oh, let's see what the New York Times had to say. Oh, and all these articles can be found at thecollapseexperiment.com, where you can find a link, so you know I'm not just pulling this out of the toilet. When the New York Times wonders why they went from the paper of record to BuzzFeed in a suit, they can look no further than this article on whistleblowers written by diplomatic correspondent Michael Crowley. Yeah, I would trust somebody with the last name of Crowley. Uh, which for 12 hours, despite undergoing a full editorial process, contained major fabrications about whistleblower Edward Snowden, who in 2013 exposed vast domestic and international spy operations run by the NSA and other organizations. For starters, Crowley wrote that Snowden handed them off to a website, WikiLeaks, for publication, which is a complete lie. Duh. Snowden, in fact, gave the documents to journalist Glenn Greenwald when he was with The Guardian and The Washington Post, where they went through the editorial process. That is true. Second, Crowley wrote that a disclosure that the NSA was spying on former German Chancellor Angela Merkel's phone came from the Snowden archive. That's not true. Pretty, I'm 100% certain that's not true. Another total lie. 
Both of these lies could have been debunked with a 10-second look at Wikipedia. In reality, the Merkel findings were the result of a 2015 international investigation in the Danish Defense Intelligence Service into the NSA's role in the partnership and broken by Reuters. Reuters. I hate that name. As Greenwald wrote, this story was published by the New York Times 12 hours ago. Numerous top editors... Okay, so now it's going into the tweets, because that's how we do news now, is tweets. It's funny. They gave uh, Trump a bunch of shit about, uh, Oh, you're creating U.S. policy on Twitter. Well, you're creating the news on Twitter. You're informing the public via... if. If it's not an actual news article, it's a news article based on tweets. Uh, Then, without saying a word, the Times stealth edited the lies out of the article more than 12 hours later. This is not uncommon. This is not an uncommon thing. Uh, There was an article recently, um, a few months back, maybe not that recent, where they were talking about somebody being sent to a supermax uh, facility and how they were going to be uh, in the same cell block as <laughs> Timothy McVeigh and the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski. It, it was trying to say that Timothy McVeigh was still alive. And then I think it was a day or two later, I went back to the same article, which they had changed the title. It was the same link. But they changed the title, and they had edited the the uh, the end portion where it was like, and he's going to be soulmates with <laughs> Timothy McVeigh was no longer on there. I was like, man, did we not execute that guy? What what does what does this journalist know? Oh, they cut and paste from somewhere else because these are unoriginal uh, a holes at these news agencies. How many does the U.S. have? I Ooh, nuclear warheads? Mm, I want to say it's like 4,000. Uh, let me... Somebody's asking how many nukes the U.S. currently has. So, how many nuclear... Uh, helps if I spell this correctly... Warheads does the U.S. have? 3,750. So, yeah, I would just round up and say 4,000. And, uh, yeah, China has more than that now. But the peak stockpile was 31,000. And that was in 1967. And that's our current stockpile is 3,750. China's got more than that. Combine China and Russia, and uh, we're screwed. So that's that's nice. And let's see here. What other articles do we have? So they're lying about Snowden, trying to make him sound worse than he actually is. Um, which I think is hilarious. China rejects U.S. intel leak pointing to covert arms transfers to Russia. So now uh, either they're trying to deny. China is again vowing that it won't sell weapons to Russia. That's because they're giving it to them. And um, 
and or either side of the war for that matter. So yeah, they're disavowing selling to Ukraine or Russia, but again, they're they're just giving stuff to Russia at this point. There's there's no trade deal going on. Come on. After new accusations fueled by speculation over a leaked U.S. intelligence document, earlier this week, the Washington Post published analysis of a top-secret intelligence summary dated to February 23rd of this year, which purported to show that China approved the provision of lethal aid to Moscow amid its military operations in Ukraine. Duh. And they're not going to tell us and they're not going to admit to it. That's not how China works. If true, it would confirm what had been months of White House accusations, which Beijing has consistently and vehemently denied. Uh, also at this time, at a time that President Xi Jinping advanced his 12-point peace plan to promote ceasefire negotiations. Well, yeah, if they're negotiating and they want the negotiations to go for one side of the war, perhaps arming that side of the war so that they have an advantage, I mean, it just makes sense in a way. But the U.S. official allegations have so far been limited to asserting that Beijing is merely mauled and discussing the possible provision of lethal aid, not that it's already done so. I call BS on that. Uh, do I have proof? No. Do I need proof? No. It's China. They're going to do what they want. It's like we're always complaining about, oh, they're they're manipulating their currency and they're cheating on the world market. They're China. They can do what they want. <laughs> on Friday, China's foreign minister, Quinn Gang, uh, issued new statements on the controversy explicitly denying arms sales to Russia regarding the export of military items. China Adopts a prudent and responsible attitude, Quinn said. He issued the words on the occasion of a visit to his German counterpart, Annalena Baerbock. Annalena. Uh, China will not provide weapons to relevant parties of the conflict and manage and control the exports of dual-use items in accordance with laws and regulations. They don't care about other people's laws or regulations. So yeah, there's this memo that came out saying that we know China is probably, if not certainly, handing weapons over to Russia to help with the war, and um, whatever, they're just denying it, it's, it's no big deal. So anyways, um, that's it for the leaks, but I do have some updates on other, other news, other stories I've done on YouTube in particular. A uh, man who went missing in December found dead in northern Michigan. This is regarding uh, Dean Barnes. Back in February, um, I went to the uh, reserve that he went missing in. Um, just out of curiosity, uh, it obviously didn't seem like a place that somebody could get lost in. Come to find out, he did spend a lot of time there, especially with his uh, ex-wife. So he was familiar with the area, but his truck was located at this spot. And uh, two days ago, was it? Let's see here. Man who was reported missing over five months ago was found dead by a search and rescue team. Michigan State Police reported the body of Dean Barnes 
of Interlochen was located Saturday, April 15th, in the area of East Creek Reserve off of Mayfield Road in Paradise Township in Grand Traverse County. Barnes, 51, was located by search and rescue volunteers. Um, State police said that the cause of Barnes' death at this time is believed to be um, self-deletion which sounds worse than the actual word you're not really allowed to say here on YouTube, Uh, especially under these circumstances. An autopsy will be completed by Monday, April 17th. Uh, Barnes was last seen December 1st, 2022. Vehicle was found, East Creek Reserve uh, Trailhead, which I've been to. And police previously searched the area with canine aviation units, but could not locate Barnes. Keep in mind, uh, it there was a heavy snowfall like right after he was reported missing. So uh, the likelihood of actually finding a trail under those conditions is... Uh, and from my understanding, I did get an email from somebody who knew Barnes and actually notified me of this uh, this news yesterday morning said that he was found not far from where his truck was parked which means i i was there in that area even i didn't find him so um these things happen it's it's one of those uh circumstances where you have stories like the missing 411 which i think uh for the most part they're interesting stories but when you try to insinuate other things in there, um, a lot of it is just, it's not that they're unsolved, it's that the police can't can't prove that a crime was committed, therefore they can't officially say what exactly happened, which is kind of <clears throat> bullshit in a way. Oh, let's see here, we've got some comments. 4,000 that we declare, that's regarding the nuclear warheads. Yeah, uh, that is true. We started testing hypersonic in 2022. From my understanding, none of those have actually worked. Uh, There's recent articles out there about how our uh, uh, supersonic, we do have hypersonic, but the supersonics have all failed. Like, we just can't figure out the technology because we went to the moon, allegedly, but we can't figure out how to do supersonic. I personally think that if the U.S. would stop provocation, we would not need to be concerned. Yeah, uh, I think people have been saying that since before 9-11. Like, if we didn't have shitty Middle East policies, 9-11 probably would not have happened. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, a lot of the things that have, uh, horrible things that have happened to this country in recent decades is probably due to the after effect of some stupid policy that some moron put into place. Um, I'm not saying when I, uh, with what I'm about to say, I'm not saying that democracy, uh, or a constitutional republic is a bad idea. But when you have some guy who's potentially only in office for four years and he's signing treaties, making agreements with other countries, and some other idiot can come in later and say, 
yeah, I don't agree with this. Yeah, I know so-and-so signed that, but we're under new leadership now, and uh, we're no longer doing that. So any agreements that we make can always be undermined by whatever other idiot comes in the office later on, which kind of makes it so that we're not trustworthy. Uh, that's, that's how our system is set up. I don't know what could possibly be done about it, but uh, considering that Putin's been in power for over 20 years now, uh, Xi Jinping, he's going to be in office for uh, however long he wants. He's going to be in power, which means he can make long-standing policy that he himself and his government are actually going to follow through on. There's no concern about, well, you know, come that next election, this whole thing could just fall through. Uh, that's not a that's not something that countries have to worry about with Russia and China. And they also they likely have a pretty good idea as to who's coming into power after those two are gone. Kind of like North Korea. Uh, whatever North Korea says goes, and unless the leader dies, um, that policy is going to stay where it's at. So um, the last two articles I have here, uh, contentious um, COOF medications are all anti-malarial, may not be a coincidence. So yeah, here's an interesting article uh, that I found about a topic I'm not really allowed to talk about on YouTube, but it's through the Epoch Times if you want to check it out yourself. And they're saying that a lot of the um, unauthorized uh, medical procedures for the, the COOF, um, there's a reason why they might work. And they all are very similar in what they do, and they kind of go into explaining uh, how this would be effective. And of course, you know, uh, the science says otherwise, and the science tends to suck. And well, the science has changed, but the science is settled. Yeah, you you know. So, anyways, um, I believe in educating yourself, not necessarily believing the experts because they don't seem to ever know shit um and uh you know make your own decisions as to whether or not uh there's some validity in some of this information that is now all of a sudden coming out because you know this wouldn't have been handy uh during the actual uh three year plus event that we just all experienced for i would say no reason whatsoever so yeah, uh, that article is also available, and there's a, um, you know, I just started watching on Netflix, uh, Manhunt, the, the Boston Marathon bombing, <clears throat> which um, is, is pretty interesting, although I will say I do have some issues with how they filmed it, because they have the police officers involved telling the story. And then they're showing what looks like surveillance footage and they mix it in with actual like cell phone camera footage of like people recording the incident, but they don't use that. They, and then they go to like 
like if there was a camera across some of it just looks fake to me like they're trying to tell the story as if it's all from actual surveillance footage and i'm watching it i'm like this isn't real this is using actors to recreate the event as they're telling it but it looks legit because it looks like it was filmed on a surveillance camera this makes no freaking sense what the hell um yeah so it's i don't know um it's interesting to watch but i don't trust it i would say 100 percent, but i don't trust it 90 percent. <laughs> so i don't know um Anyways, uh, so there's this article here, 10 years on, the Boston bombing uh, backstory. And it goes into how alphabet agencies, um, well, let's see here. I'll just start with the first uh, sentence. Local police, not the FBI, are the true warriors against, well, it says terrorism, but really isn't that just domestic terrorism? I know that they weren't actual U.S. citizens, they're living in the United States uh, 10 years ago. I can't believe, I thought it was longer than that. It's only been 10 years. Uh, 10 years ago, at the April 15th, 2013 running of the Boston Marathon, Tamarine and Zohara, Zohara, uh, t- what is it, Tamaroff? Tes- mm. I can't remember. I want to say it's Tamaroff. Uh, planted pressure cooker bombs that wounded more than 250 and killed... Uh, what? One, two, three people. Which uh, is kind of... That's kind of sucky. Uh, the 2016 film Patriot's Day dramatized the story, but doesn't start at the beginning. Uh, A year and a half before the bombing, the FBI ignored warnings from Russia. Huh. That's weird. About the Tamaroff terrorist connections in the film, Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Plays special agent Richard Les Lurls in charge of the counterterrorism investigation uh, after the fact. Local police, not the FBI, go after the bombers and manage to take down Tamarin. Uh, the older brother, no, the younger brother, hid in a boat and suffered several wounds, including one to the mouth that may have been self-inflicted. <laughs> what? Uh, the brothers had murdered MIT police officer Sean Collier as U.S. Attorney William Weinreb explained, shooting him in the head at point-blank range, uh, twice in the side of the head, and once right between the eyes. Okay. That brought the death toll to four. As they buried their dead, Bostonians had cause to wonder why the FBI failed to learn from previous bombings. Yeah, FBI, how, how did you... What is going on here? You, you had ample knowledge to prevent this. In 1993, <clears throat> the FBI failed to prevent an Islamic terrorist from detonating approximately 1,200 pounds of explosives at the World Trade Center. Let me get this straight. They handed him the bomb. 
I remember this. Yeah, because he was he was not only on the radar. He had an FBI handler who gave him the van with the device, told him where to park it in the basement. And the moron couldn't park it where he was told to because there's already another car parked there. Uh, I know this story very well. It's not that they failed to prevent it. It's that they caused it to happen. Uh, the blast claimed the lives of John Giovanni, Robert Kirkpatrick. Okay, so there's more and more names. The blast wounded more than 1,000, including 88 firefighters, 35 police officers, and a medical worker. Three years later, the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, the FBI failed to stop Eric Robert Rudolph from planting a bomb packed with nails that killed Alice Hawthorne of Albany, uh, Albany, Georgia. Turkish cameraman uh, so-and-so suffered a fatal heart attack and the bomb wounded more than 100 others. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're getting to the good part here. The FBI then tried to frame, frame, security guard Richard Jewell, subject of the eponymy, eponymous um, Clint Eastwood film, who tried to evacuate the area before the blast. For his part, Rudolph had to had an example to follow. Uh, yeah, so they focused so much on Richard Jewell, they didn't even go after Rudolph. And the guy lived in the woods by the Smoky Mountains. It wasn't in the Smoky... It was like the Nanahanna Valley uh, for six, seven years before he got caught dumpster diving. Yeah, good job, FBI. Back in 1978, Theodore Kaczynski mailed a bomb that wounded Northwestern University professor Buckley Christ. Kaczynski's bombs were also wounded airline United Airlines President Piercy Wood... Vanderbilt University Secretary Jana Smith. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Kaczynski's devices maimed renowned computer scientist David Gelmeter. Gelm. Gelmter. Uh, 1993 and killed computer store owner Hugh Scrutton. Uh, advertising, blah, blah, blah. The so-called Unabomber had been active for 17 years during the administrations of Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, and Bill Clinton, all without detection by the FBI. Only with the aid of Kaczynski's brother, who identified the bomber through his public manifesto, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, they, they finally got their guy. Three years later, the FBI failed to prevent the attack of September 11, 2001, with 3,000 casualties, billions in damages, and suffering that endures. So there's this long, long history that they're going through of how the FBI sucks, uh, especially at their job. Um, let's see here. The FBI had been tracking Army psychiatrist uh, Major Nidal Hassan, a self-described soldier of Allah, who was communicating with al-Qaeda terrorist Anwar al-Awlaki about killing Americans. Someone in the FBI's Washington office dropped the surveillance. Isn't this the dude that went around Fort Hood? Yes. He ended up murdering uh, 13 unarmed American soldiers, including uh, 
uh, who is this, Private Francesca Vallas. She was pregnant and pleaded, my baby, my baby, before her son shot her through the chest. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah, they dropped the surveillance. Interesting. It's almost like they wanted this to happen. The FBI played no role in the takedown. There's still no word if any FBI bosses were ever disciplined. Nope. Demoted. Promoted. Come on now. We know how this works. Or dismissed for their lapses that enabled this massacre, the worst ever in the U.S. military base. The broader public also uh, stood at risk. So, yes, uh, they continuously fail at their jobs while framing uh, the Wolverine Watchmen for not doing a crime. Well, they talked about it after we got them high and drunk around a campfire. Uh, there's still no word, uh, let's see here, on December 2nd, 2015, San Bernardino, California, Syed Farouk and Tashfin Malik murdered 14 people at a holiday office party. I forgot about that one. Uh, the FBI did not did nothing to prevent the attack and played no role in the takedown. The fleeing terrorist fired at least 81 rounds at police officers who shot the terrorist dead and no loss of civilian life. 2013, FBI twice interviewed Omar Mateen about his connections to the uh, Islamic State, or ISIS. Uh, questioned him again the following year, knowing his terrorist connections. The FBI did nothing to prevent Omar Mateen from murdering 49 people at the Pulse night. They interviewed him twice. Yeah, before murdering 49 people at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Orlando police, not the FBI, took down the mass murderer. It's almost like they want this to happen. Uh, this article is amazing. I'm seeing a pattern of behavior here. Uh, the composite character, President David Garrow, uh, described in Rising Star, the making of Barack Obama, downplayed the IS terrorism and cast his... Domestic opposition as a true threat, blah, 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 blah. For the FBI, just about everyone less than worshipful of Joe Biden is a domestic terrorist or violent extremist. Oops. Guess I'm on a list. Again, the Bureau has even deployed informers in Catholic churches. FBI. It's funny because isn't Joe Biden Catholic? Isn't he one of those weird pro-choice Catholics? Pretty sure he says he's Catholic. <clears throat> the Bureau has even deployed informers to Catholic churches. FBI boss Christopher Wray is aghast and wants to figure out how we can make sure something like this doesn't happen again. What? If Catholics, Baptists, or Pres Presbyterians thought that meant the FBI would do, do it more... It would be hard to blame them. The FBI has never been held account to account and indeed is about to be rewarded with a new headquarters bigger than the Pentagon. Why? It's obvious they they are really good at they're like Homeland Security's grandpa. They they not only don't do their jobs well, they also make the jobs that they're supposed to prevent, if you know what I mean. 
With actual terrorism, the FBI prefers to look the other way and leave the frontline combat to the police, as in the Boston, as in Boston in 2013. Ten years later, in 2023, actual domestic terrorists are again on the march. Are they? Are they really? Because it feels like they're not only being created, but they're being instigated by the White House, who says, "We support you," and. And uh, if you were just to leave these people alone, maybe th this stuff wouldn't happen, you bigots. It's kind of what the asshole in the uh, White House briefing room said. Audrey Hale, a woman who thought she was a man, <laughs> planned an attack on a Covenant school for months without detection by the FBI. Then it goes on the list of all the people she uh, deleted. Nashville police officers Michael Kozol... Kalazo and Rex Engelbert took down Hale before she could take more innocent lives. Uh, the FBI is now controlling Hale's manifesto, which at which at this writing is still unreleased. Oh, the FBI took over the manifesto, so that I guess means we won't know if it's real or not when they do release it, if that ever happens. As with his statement after Fort Hood, Joe Biden failed to name or condemn the shooter and failed to name a single victim. Under the Delaware Democrat, every year is the year of living dangerously. I am... Okay, who wrote this? Authored by Lloyd Billingsley. Billingsley? Hmm. Uh, amgreatness.com, I'm guessing that means americangreatness.com. Lloyd, you have an amazing article. I like it. I'm sharing it. Good job. <laughs> this was uh, this was actually pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, I wish I would have written something like this, but I'm happy it's out there. It points out a lot. It makes a great argument as to why not only does the FBI not deserve their, their new Pentagon-style base of operations, but they should probably just be defunded and disbanded. Uh, I do believe that they only exist because of an um, executive order, which means uh, Congress never even authorized them to exist. So I uh, find that interesting. So yeah, we have this group here that apparently just doesn't do their job. So of course they're democratic based. Like if you fail at your job, you get promoted up and it's it's a failure up system. I absolutely hate it because then there's people like me and organizations who try to do their jobs, try to do it well, and eventually you learn just to not do jack shit because all the other assholes who whose work you've covered end up getting promoted before you. And that's true for basically any job I've ever had. So, yeah. Anyways, that's about it for me today. Uh, I was kind of surprised that this went on as long as it did. But, uh, anyways, I don't see any more new any comments in the chat. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm um, going to try to keep this schedule starting the new job today, which I will be leaving after this is over. And um, anyways, stay safe. And remember the th Wednesday. It's going to be the 19th. I'm not saying something bad is going to happen on the 19th. I just would not be surprised. 30th anniversary of Waco. 
a Democrat is planning on starting his campaign to run against the current president, who's also a Democrat. So, and and Hillary supports the yeah. Um, anyways, I'm not looking forward to Wednesday. I'm just putting it that way. If nothing happens, if nothing happens, I'll be happy. But um, anyways, uh, this week I just uh, I've got a bad feeling about. Um, and again, I I seriously hope nothing happens. But uh, until then, keep on typing.